Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes, and today I have a very, very awesome person on the show. She goes by the name of Rebecca Starling, and Rebecca and I talk about fitness and TikTok and other businesses and more fitness. And oh, did I mention fitness? Yeah, we talk about that too. It was such an amazing time talking to Rebecca. She's so crazy intelligent when it comes to the fitness lifestyle. And oh, by the way, she's a fitness coach. Did I tell you that we uh, talk about fitness on here? Yeah, I think I did. Maybe not. If not, we talk about fitness on this episode. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy Rebecca as much as I did because it was such a blast. So without further ado, here she is. Rebecca Starling, talking about fitness. Enjoy. Tick-tocking, tick-tocking, where creators come to play. Tick-tocking, tick-tocking, find out what they have to say. Tick-tocking, tick-tocking, fascinating interview. Tick-tocking, tick-tocking, tick-tocking with Kevin Hughes. Rebecca, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. So where are you calling us from today? I'm calling from Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. Is that where you're originally from? No, I'm actually from born and raised in Augusta, Georgia. Nice. And can you explain a little bit what you do for a living? Yes. So on TikTok, I uh, do my metabolism mastered business, which uh, is helping people uh, recognize that metabolic rates adapt based on how they eat and teaching them how to regain or to raise their metabolic rate. What happens a lot of times is uh, people eat in a deficit for such a long period of time that their metabolism drops to meet that deficit. And then when they start eating normally, they gain their weight back. And it's kind of a uh, epidemic, it seems. Everybody loses the weight and then gains it all back and doesn't really know how to fix that. So that's my that's my specialty. Yeah, and uh, one thing I really love about your TikToks, by the way, you always have these inspirational messages. And so you're not only focused on trying to make people um, – healthier but also make them feel better on the inside and and I really like that because usually you don't have both usually have okay we're gonna get fit this is how you eat this is how you work out but you don't really have the emotional side of it and you definitely do that in your TikToks and I absolutely love that is that so are, are you a coach and is that how you coach people to make you know tell you tell them to make them feel better about themselves before they get into that physical, um, I guess, daydream, if you want to call it? Yes. Yeah, so it's really funny because I've always seen myself as um, I wanted to inspire. And I think it all started with my fitness journey. Uh, and I had so many people ha- ask me, so when, when did you get started? So you obviously have been doing this your whole life. And the truth of the matter is I didn't start my fitness journey till after the age of 30. I did not do sports as a child. I was not physically fit at all. I did nothing. And I just got to a point where I 
I, I just felt down. I didn't feel really good about myself. And I thought, well, there's one thing I can change, and that is my physical body. And what I recognized is uh, in changing my physical body, it changed everything. And I think what happens is we as a society have gotten so far into just living life that we've left our bodies behind. And getting control of my physical body gave me such mental clarity that I felt so good about myself because I knew I was taking care of myself. So it transformed so much more than just my physical body. And I think now it's a little bit different. I think that now people are so caught up in all of the, you know, carbs are bad for you, or you can't eat fat, or you can't eat after nine o'clock. There's so many, you know, things that are out there now for people to believe that they just feel like it's too difficult. Like there's just too many rules to follow. So I just, I'm not going to do anything. So I feel like if I can encourage them to feel better about themselves and um, to help change their mindset about who they are as a person, then they feel that value and they want to be better. And what better place to be than to have a healthy mindset and a healthy body? Yeah, I agree. And you said that you started uh, getting into, you know, physical shape after the age of 30. And if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now? I'll be 46 this year. Wow. Okay. And what, I guess, what was it for you at 30 or 31 when you started? What was it that really just told you, okay, it's time now? Well, so I had, I have two girls and after my second Mm -hmm. daughter, uh, she was probably three years old and I'd gained 50 pounds with my first daughter and I'd gained 38 pounds with my second. I had two C-sections and my, my body didn't resemble anything like what it did before kids. And, Mm -hmm. um, as a, as a child, I was always too afraid of failure so I didn't want to try out for sports because I was afraid to be told, no, you, you didn't make it. I didn't, I'd rather just think maybe I could have made it than to have someone say, no, you're not good enough. And it was like that for anything. I just did not want to be told I wasn't good enough. Uh, so I just never tried it. And then, you know, you get to a certain point where you're like, I'm just, just going to take charge of my body. And at that point, having two kids and being so far from what I looked like before I didn't go to a gym because I wasn't confident enough to do that. So I got workout videos, P90X workout videos, and I started doing them from home and I could not complete the whole video at first. I could get like 15 to 20 minutes, but it was something. And I always told myself something is better than nothing. So I would start the videos and and every day I would be able to do a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until ultimately I could finish an entire video. And I basically did that from home for three years. I never joined the gym, I got in the best shape of my life. And then slowly but surely I kind of ventured out. I started, I had more confidence and I heard that less than 1% of the population had ever completed a full marathon, which is 26.2 miles. So Yep. Mm-hmm. Now that that's what I want to do. So I ran a couple of marathons and then I had someone, I, I did a Mrs. Georgia pageant and I was told I was too muscly. <laughs> so then that set me on the path of doing figure competitions. But I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I only have one life to live. And I, I, 
didn't try anything when I was younger because I didn't want to fail. And now I'm at the point that win or lose, um, I'm a, I'm a winner. If I get up on that stage, I'm a winner. If I start that race, um, because I, I did it, I didn't let my, I didn't talk myself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's amazing. Congratulations, by the way. How many competitions did you do? I did three figure competitions. Okay. And, uh, did you place? Yes. Um, the first two, I won first place in, uh, my category. And then the first one, I won first place in my category. And then the second one, I won first place in my category and then first place in the master's category, which is, um, 35 years or older. Um, and then I, uh, I won overall, like I really killed it by second show. I felt like a total beast. And so I, I thought, you know, it's one of those things you, you stop when you're on a, a winning streak, right? Cause you want to, you want to, you don't want to stop when you're losing. But then I, I got the wild hair to do one that was local and because I wasn't traveling, I didn't have a whole lot of an investment and it was a life lesson. You, you win, you feel like you're on top of the world and like, I mean, whatever, I got this, been there, done that. I've won every time I'm going to kill this. I don't have to be nearly as disciplined and I did not do well at all. And I say I didn't do well. I got on stage. I presented the package. It just wasn't good enough to win. And that's okay, too. It was a lesson. And I learned a lot. Like, you know what? Don't get too cocky. Don't think that just because you, you know, won before that you could just sail through this. Because there were other women that worked harder. And they, I'm certain they deserved it more than I did. But, yeah, so I did really well my first two competitions. And then my last one was a lesson learned for me. <laughs> Wow. No, that's really, I mean, just getting on stage once is, is amazing, but doing it three times, whether you win or lose, just getting, like you said, getting up there, that's a challenge because especially I know, so I I have a lot of friends that compete as well. And, you know, when they first started working out, it was, you know, their confidence was very low. So to get on stage in front of so many people, especially people they've never seen and basically nothing. I mean, you, you know, you're basically in nothing. It it was, it's, it's just an accomplishment in itself for you to, to get up there and do that, you know? So yeah, that's really cool. Now, when you, when you started in your, when you were 30, did you find it really hard to stay on track? Like, were you, skipping days or were you pretty consecutive and and staying on track the whole entire time when i first started my fitness journey i was so concerned that i was going to fall off the wagon like i just i didn't i didn't want to give up on myself and so in the beginning i worked out 7 days a week um i mm. did not you know kill myself for 7 days a week but i made myself do something every single day because I just needed that routine. I needed to stay on a routine. Uh, and so I probably did a full seven days a week, uh, at least 20 to 30 minutes a day for the first year. Uh, and then after that, I gave myself the weekends. So I said, I'll work out Monday through Friday. And then on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to take those as my days. Um, and then I pretty much had that same workout routine until I had a head injury in 
2016, I believe. And in that situation, I, I kind of had to just choose my, choose my priorities and working out every single day was not a priority. And that's kind of where this metabolism mastered business kind of started, uh, is that I couldn't do the things that I did before. And I still was able to maintain for the most part, the, the same figure that I had had before because I had trained my metabolic rate, I had muscle mass, um, and all those things helped. Uh, and so now I work out three to four days a week for around 30 to, I'd say, on average, it's about 30 minutes a day. Um, and, you know, I've learned that having lean muscle mass because muscle burns more calories at rest it uh, just gives me the ability to not have to work so hard. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of have reverse stories. So growing up for myself, I was a football player. I was a hockey player. I, I was a gym rat. And all through my 20s, I was bodybuilding. And then once I started having kids, it kind of slowed down, but I was still hitting the gym a lot. And then in 2020, I completely blew out my knee. And so I had to have reconstructive knee surgery. And ever since then, it's been so hard for me to really push myself to get back in that gym. And I've noticed, especially after 30, how much more difficult it is to build the muscle, have the energy, do that extra mile on the treadmill. I mean, when I was in my 20s, it was so easy. And then it just got more and more difficult with age. And then once that happened with my knee, it was just, it almost felt like game over. And I've been really trying to get mentally prepared to get back in the gym and get back on track. And so I almost wonder if you starting after 30, if that was kind of an advantage because you got to, you didn't see how easy it was in the past when you were in your 20s. And you're at that point where it's starting to get more difficult, but you didn't know that in the past, you know? So you only knew from the hardest to from the get go, you know what I mean? So you didn't never, you didn't have room for disappointment. So I almost wonder if that was a better situation and that was a better way to go. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I'll take it regardless. <laughs> yeah. And how long did it take when you first started working out? How long did it take before you started noticing real change in your body? It's funny that you ask that because uh, this has been a topic recently of weight on the scale. And I remember I had been doing seven days a week and I had changed my eating to what they call clean eating, which is just not, not processed foods, just all natural foods. And I had been doing it for three months and I did not own a scale, but I went to my friend's house and I, I said, hey, Actually, when I walked in, her husband, the first thing he said was, wow, Rebecca, you look really good. And I thought, well, yeah, I've been working my butt off. I, yeah, thank God somebody can see this. So I went to her bathroom. She is in there getting dressed. And I said, hey, can I, can I use your scale? I'd love to see what I weigh now. And I got on that scale, and I'd lost one pound. One pound. And I thought... I am done. I am not. I am working way too hard for three months. I've been working out every single day, eating all of these healthy foods, and I've lost one pound. I'm, I'm over it. And I was frustrated. And when I left, they knew I was frustrated. And sure enough, 
probably 15 minutes after I left, she called and she said, listen, I know you're super frustrated about that, but I'm just telling you, you look completely different. Don't give up because even though the scale hasn't changed, you look like a different person. And I thought, you know, I don't think she's saying that just to make me feel good because her husband said something right when I walked in. I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to, I'm just going to go with with what they're saying is true and I'm going to believe them because I didn't take before, you know, pictures. So I really had nothing to compare to. And you change so slowly. You don't see those changes in the mirror. And, um, it wasn't long after that, that I started to see results, but I will say it was three months before others started seeing results. And, you know, you see them slower than even someone else. So I would say it was probably four months before I could start to see results. Uh, in my physical body, which is why I tell all of my clients, don't, don't discount that, that number on the scale. Don't put too much weight in that because it's going to be the before and after pictures are going to tell you more. The way your clothes are fitting, is going to tell you more, but a number on a scale, like I weigh 10 pounds more now than what I did when I started, but my body looks completely different. Yeah. And that's what, uh, all the coaches I've ever had, always used to tell me, they said, don't ever go off with a scale. And they said exactly what you said, like, see how you look in pictures, see how you look in the mirror, see how clothes fit you. They said, you got to remember that muscle weighs more than fat. So you may have lost on the scale one pound, but in all reality, you may have lost 30 pounds of fat and gained 29 pounds of, of muscle, you know? So you always have to account for that. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, especially when they're first starting out, because it's it's hard. You just think of that number. You've you've been trained that the human body is like, or the human mind, I'm sorry, is trained to think that the only thing that matters is what that scale says. But everything on the inside, you don't take into fact, like you don't take and process it. So you don't realize that what you're actually doing is way more healthier than what you were doing before. I was wondering though, that's why I asked that question. I wondered how discouraged uh, you may have gotten because of certain results like that, you know, and it took me a long time. Like I used to get so mad. I was like, man, I've literally ran and ran and ran and, and worked out so hard hours upon hours a day. And I lost two pounds. I'm like, how is that possible? And so like every time I'd get so frustrated and my coach would have to tell me, Hey, but you probably look, you were lifting 30 pound dumbbells. Now you're doing 50. Like you got to come in you got to factor in all the other stuff to the science. And I was like, okay. So finally, once it clicked, I was able to then tell myself, you know, the scale doesn't really matter. And, and actually that's surprising to me that you actually waited three months to weigh yourself for the first time, because most people like they're weighing themselves after their first workout. You know what I mean? Like, how should I lose? Well, and I didn't (laughs) want to discourage myself. I knew that the chances of me getting on the scale might deter me. So I thought, I know I'm doing everything right. I'm going to trust the process and I'm just going to stay off of the scale because when I do get on the scale, it's going to blow my mind. Like I, it was like this grand finale moment I was so waiting for. So when I got on the scale and it was like, I thought you got to be kidding me. Um, but it's great. And I know now that me experiencing that was perfect because I have that experience to be able to share with all of these people who are in the exact same boat. And, 
you know, I remember my very first client was a friend and she was eating 1100 calories, maybe 1200 calories, but she was eating very low calories and she was doing cardio six days a week, but she could not gain any muscle mass. And in three months we had almost doubled her calories and cut her cardio in half. She did not gain any body fat, but she gained a tremendous amount of muscle mass and she was floored, but she did trust the process, but her weight did not really change. Her composition, her body changed drastically, but she really didn't see a huge number on the scale change. Um, and so if I can convince people of anything, it's if you're doing what you know you're supposed to be doing, trust the process. Even if it takes time, trust the process because you're going to get the results no matter how slow they come and do not, do not put weight in the number on the scale. Right. Do you actually take on clients? Like do people, um, I guess, come to you and you sign them up and you have like a package deal or something that you work with them to help them get to the goal that they're trying to accomplish? Yeah. So I do, I do some one-on-one coaching um, and that I love doing, but obviously there's only so many hours in a day. So we, uh, I think probably the most popular, uh, of the programs, uh, with the monthly subscription, which gives you access to our app and there's tons of tools to track lots of things. You can connect your watch, your Fitbit, your MyFitnessPal. Um, you can do your before and after photos. It's got a lot of really cool things like that, but then you also have a calendar and that calendar, you get a workout every single day and it's, um, specific to certain muscle groups to help you build muscle mass and burn calories. Uh, that's a really popular one. And then the newest one is the total transformation challenge. And basically what I did was, uh, created a 12 week challenge, which is equivalent to what I did for my first 12 weeks. It's, um, workouts that are uh, muscle targeted, but it's also lots of recipes, um, meal plan ideas, um, just tips and trips, tricks uh, to count macros. Uh, it's just the whole thing. It's basically everything that I used to get control of my body those first 12 weeks. And what I have found with most people is that if you can get them to commit to 12 weeks, and you can get them to truly stay in that process, at that 12 week mark, they're going to have progress and they're gonna have enough progress that they're gonna to wanna to keep going. Um, and in this Total Transformation Challenge, we also do live coaching. So all of the people in this challenge, we get on a Zoom call, everybody kinda of gets to pick each other's brains, we calculate macros, we talk about where everybody's at, get to answer questions. So. You might have a question you haven't thought about, but someone else answers it. So they're getting all of this wisdom that, that they'll carry with them forever. So beyond just having someone create an exercise program and give you a meal plan, now these ladies are getting empowered with the wisdom that they can take with them and do it for themselves. And then hopefully they'll you know do what I'm doing and they'll share the, the wealth of knowledge that they have. And then it'll continue to be like the snowball effect. And so instead of a bunch of women, you know, feeling inadequate and depressed, we create this empowerment movement where women realize that they can get control of their bodies and they can ultimately get control of their life because their mindset changes, their physical body changes. Um, and maybe we can combat a lot of this anxiety and depression and everything else that's going around. 
Okay. So do you only take on female clients or do you ma do males as well? I do male as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I do male as well. It, I do the majority of my clients are females, but it's funny. I think it started with um, females just uh, because that was my mindset. And so men would kind of gradually come in and they would ask questions and uh, I recognized that they genuinely wanted to learn. And so funny enough, I actually do have um, male clients and it's so amazing to me when they'll send me messages like I hit my PR for this and, you know, thank you for pushing me here. And, you know, I think as a woman, I just made the assumption that men would not want to take fitness advice from a woman, which I have learned that was totally my bad uh, because that's not true. I, they want results. And if they can find someone they can put trust in, whether man or woman, uh, then they'll follow it and they'll do it and they get the results. So yeah, I do have male and female clients at this point. Okay. And you mentioned PR. So for the listeners that aren't familiar with the fitness world, PR stands for personal record. You know, that's, that's a big deal for a lot of people because when they first start out and say someone that's never been into training whatsoever, and they're just starting out, say they put up 125 pounds on a bench press, hitting the, the next mark of like 130 to 150 to 200 to 225 is huge. I mean, it's, you never, you you don't realize the feeling that you get when you've overcome your last obstacle and, and you've hit that, that new record for yourself. And so I just wanted to kind of elaborate on that a little bit, because some people may not know what PR stood for as far as your coaching goes. So say someone like me, say, cause I've been looking for a coach. So say I decided I want to talk to you and due to my injury, like how would you approach someone like me who has a background of knowing what to do, but is kind of lost right now, just in my own mind and afraid that I'm going to hurt myself again. So first and foremost, we want to make sure you're cleared by your doctor so that mm -hmm. there's nothing that we're going to re injure and make sure that there, if there's any limitations that we work around that first and foremost. So if your doctor says, don't do this, then that gives me, uh, all of the can do's what we can do. Um, and then for mindset, you know, just reminding you of where you've been. Okay. So if you're my client right now and I'm talking to you, you've been there, you've done this age is just a number. Mm -hmm. The oldest bodybuilder in the female realm right now is 85 years old. She's still lifting weights. Wow. And at 85, she looks amazing. And I can, show you tons and tons of men and women that are doing it at much older than you are. So although it feels like I'm past that age, the truth of the matter is you've been there already. There's muscle memory. So what would take somebody else a lot of time for you, you're going to kill it. You're going to get in there and you're going to kill it. And so uh, it's going to come a lot quicker than what you even think. It's about getting up and starting that snowball. And once it hits the ground and starts rolling, it'll, there'll be no stopping you. You'll remember that feeling. You'll get in the gym. You'll have that music going. You'll get that muscle pump. And all of a sudden, those old feelings of, oh, my God, I've got this, are going to come back. And so that's the mindset is reminding you of how good you felt when you had it. And, and also proving to you that age is just a number and it doesn't have to stop you only if you allow it to, because your thoughts will dictate 
what you do every single day. So reminding you of that, but then strategically getting a game plan together for you that's going to work the muscles that you want. Well, we're going to work them all, but finding out what your goals are, what ultimately what you want to see, what your end result is. Are you wanting to build muscle mass? Are you wanting to lose body fat? Um, what does your diet look like? How can we you know, tweak that so that it also enhances the workout program that you're, you're going to do? Um, and then ultimately build a plan based on what your goals are and what results you'd like to see. And for me, I like to stick with a three-month game plan because it's going to take at least three months for you to start to see change. And that when you see the change, that's when that fire is ignited. I'm not having to keep lighting that pallet light because now you've got your own flame. At this point, now I'm just going to support you on your journey and help you to get to the goals. And so what does a package like that cost? Is it person to person or do you have a pretty uh, base rate all the way so across? The, the, well, I, have, I don't do personalized programs because ultimately you're just really wanting to build full muscle. You want to build muscle throughout your entire body. Um, mm -hmm. Now, what we do through the uh, Total Transformation Challenge, we do the personal coaching. So when we're on those personal coaching sessions, if someone says, hey, I, I'm having this you know, spot, I really want to see a change here, or I really want to see a change there, then I can go on to their calendar and I can tweak it or I can say, hey, add this to your workout, do this two or three times a week. Um, so we do it like that. That's where the, the total transformation challenge is uh, like a step above because you get that personal coaching um, that's geared towards what your needs are. Um, and then we're also uh, on a group on, on our app, we have our own group chat. So every day, every single person that's, that's finishing their workouts or getting their own PR, their personal record that shows up in the group chat. So if you're in a group of people and you see someone else has hit their PR, guess what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to try to meet yours as well, because if they're doing it, then you can too. Um, so the, the monthly subscription is, is, uh, daily workouts that are sent to your own personal calendar along with the, the app tracking. And that's $19 a month. So it's super, super affordable. Mm -hmm. The total transformation challenge is a 12 week intensive program. And that one is $1,200 for the 12 weeks. And, uh, it comes with the workouts, uh, the meal plans, the recipes, uh, and there's just a lot of tidbits as far as um, fitness stuff, you know, learning how to count macros, uh, learning tips and tricks on building muscle mass beyond just the actual exercises, and then the lab coaching as well. Okay, perfect. And then for the listeners who may be interested in, in looking at your stuff, do you have a website they can visit? Absolutely. It's uh, www.mymetabolismmaster.com. Okay. Perfect. And I will also put that in the description of this episode for you as well. So people can click on the link. And uh, so let's, let's revert back a little bit. And I want to talk about your social media now. What made you decide to bring your business to TikTok? I, so I, I have a few businesses. I'm an entrepreneur at heart and, uh, I had joined a mastermind group 
on, it was a, a virtual meeting and I had told them about the businesses that I had. And then when I spoke to them about the fitness business, uh, they were like, you have to be on TikTok. Like you have to start TikTok. And I thought, my kids are on TikTok. I can't do TikTok. This is for kids. This isn't for adults. And they were like, no, this is the way, this is where everything is going. Uh, and if you really want to promote this business, this is where you need to be. And at this point, it really wasn't a business as much as I just wanted to use my knowledge to help other women to feel as good as I felt. And um, she, I just remember she said, you need to do that video and you need to do it before you go to bed tonight. No ands, ifs, or buts. And I remember thinking, okay, I can do this. And so I sat down after the meeting, I turned on the camera, and I was there for an hour. I recorded and deleted and recorded and deleted for an hour. And I remember I got up from the camera and I was like, I can't do this. I'm not a selfie taker, definitely not taking videos. And I walked away and it was like the universe said, you are doing it for the wrong reasons. You keep thinking about what you look like and what you sound like. And this isn't about you. This is about the hundreds of thousands of people on the other side of this camera that could get empowered and have control of their mind and their body, just like you do, if you would just talk to them and stop thinking about yourself. And I sat down with that mindset and in one take had my very first video and posted it. And I use that same mindset to this day when I'm making videos. If I'm feeling inspired, I'll stop what I'm doing and make a video about whatever's on my heart. And if it's, uh, you know, people asking questions or wanting fitness advice, I try to make sure I come from a very authentic and genuine place. Um, and then that way, you know, it's, it's never forced. It's always just real. Yeah. How long did it take for it to really get going for your TikTok? Cause, uh, you have what? 119,000 followers now. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. It was really funny because I, I made like, I think I made like, it's my fourth video. And I remember I asked my daughter, I said, this, this video has had like a thousand views in the last hour. Is that good? And she was like, yeah, that's, that's actually really good. And, um, from there it snowballed so fast. So I didn't start my TikTok until July of last year. And I think, um, but within six weeks, I was over 10,000 followers. So it went really, really fast and it's just yeah. kind of exponentially grown since then. Wow. Yeah, that, that's really good. And so what, what video was that? What, what was the video that really took your account <laughs> to the next level? So it was a video where I was talking about muscle mass and how muscle burns three times more calories than fat at rest and how, you know, women are always saying, I don't understand my husband, he can eat whatever he wants and he never gains weight. I can look at a Twinkie and I've gained 10 pounds. And why is that? Because men by nature carry more muscle mass than women. So they're going to burn more calories at rest than a woman does. And that was the video that took off. Oh, wow. Nice. And so <laughs> what do you, what are your plans from here on out with social media, like how far do you want to take it? Well, you know, I'm a firm believer that the universe has given us all a plan 
for our lives. There is a plan and a purpose. And my ultimate goal in life would be to use my life to motivate others. Um, and so I'm really enamored by Mel Robbins, Julie Nichols, Les Brown, um, all of these amazing people that basically use their lives as a platform to teach others that you don't have to stay where you are. If you want more, you can get it. And mindset is really, it's, it's everything. And so I would, I would love to see, it's not about social media for me as much as it is about changing lives. And I know that I can't change people's lives because they ultimately have to be responsible for their own change. But I want to be an example. I want to provide as much life, wisdom. I, I don't just basically what I'm doing now, just encouraging people, letting them know. I mean, if there's anything in life that uh, you could go through, I've probably been through it. And yet I do not allow it to stop me from living my dream. And I would love to be able to to share that with others so that we can turn the lives around of people who maybe think that because of their past or because of circumstances or situations that they're just doomed to this life of mediocrity. Yeah. And for people who haven't seen your live, can you explain a little bit about what all you do on your live? I know you said you like to motivate, but can you kind of go, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Sure. So for me, my live is just uh, about anything that anybody wants to talk about. I try my best not to limit it to fitness, but I also try to uh, lead with fitness because most, a lot of my followers are there because they want the fitness stuff and I want to give them what they're asking for. Um, so I stick to the fitness but if at any point someone asks questions where it comes to mindset or lifestyle or anything like that, uh, I engage in that wholeheartedly because that is a passion of mine. And I think really and truly mindset is, is everything. It's like the CPU for our lives. It's the central processing use, unit for everything that we do. Um, and if you can get that, that correct, then everything just kind of falls in line. But I, I answer questions. People come on all the time. They want to know about counting their macros. They want to know what a macro is or how to get enough protein in or, you know, how many exercises to do for a certain muscle group. Um, how long should you exercise? Uh, what do I think about intermittent fasting? What do I think about keto or paleo? Or um, I have a lot of people that come on and ask me to flex, to do a bicep flex. <laughs> and I... I don't like to really do that because I don't want to take up, I don't, it, it's not about me. I don't want the live to be about me. I want to, the live to be about giving back. Um, but my assistant and I just had this conversation and I said, I don't want to, I don't want to seem snobby. Like I'm not going to flex for you, but at the same time, I don't want it to be about me. And so we've decided that I will say, if you want me to flex at the end of the live, I will do one flex. If you're here, and you want it, you could ask for it then, but I'm not going to flex throughout the whole video. But it's really more about just anything that I have to give, I just want to give it. Um, whether it's wisdom about exercises, wisdom about dieting, wisdom about you know how I recovered from a divorce, wisdom about being a, a mom of teenagers, 
um, wisdom about business and being a female entrepreneur, anything, whatever I have that I can give that will help somebody to be the best version of themselves. That's what my lives are about. Hmm. Yeah. And actually that's how I discovered you was through your live. And I sat back, I didn't say anything. I just kind of watched and I was super impressed on the way you presented yourself in your lives and the questions you were answering. And ultimately that's why I was like, okay, this is a person I could see myself having a conversation with. And so that's when I had asked you if you wanted to come on the show. And I mean, it's truly inspirational, honestly, that you can go on there and just be so open with everybody. Cause a lot of people are very, selfish when it comes to information you know they don't want someone to pass them up or they don't want to give away information for free and for you to be able to go on and give people hope and uh, a, a possible anything i really just to get them motivated to start changing their life in a better way is is incredible it really it truly is and uh I, so thank you for doing that for all of your fans and everybody watching you. I mean, I just think that is so, so kind, you know, and, and really it's, it's, it's good to see a good person on social media every now and again, you know? Yeah. That means an awful lot. Cause that's, kind of, that's what I hope to portray. Um, and it's funny. I actually had a life coach that I had considered hiring because I'm all about bettering. And I remember the one thing that he said to me, uh, that made me change my mind about hiring anyone to help me was he said, I know that you want to give all of your stuff away, all of your information away, but just make sure that you hold something back that you can utilize as um, a way to bring cash flow in. And that mm -hmm. just did not hit me the right way because this is my thing. Anyone that wants anything that I have, I want to give it all away. If you want my attention, my time, and you want to, you want that much of me, then you can purchase the programs. Um, but, and there are people that want that. They need someone to be there for them. And in that situation, I don't mind utilizing um, that as a source of revenue because it allows me to keep doing what I'm doing. But for someone that wants it bad enough and they're really to work hard, to watch the videos, to take the notes and to get it. They don't need me. Everything that they would want or need to get their fitness journey, to get their Mac, any of that, it's all in my videos. And I love that everything I have is available to anyone that wants it. And the only time anyone needs to spend any money is if they just want more. If they just want something more, mm -hmm. more tailored to them, something that's going to be in an organized format that they could sign on. They get the app, they get their workouts. They don't have to go looking for anything. It's just really, really easy and convenient. But other than that, anybody that wants any of my information, it's all free and that's the way I want it. The information that you give is really a jump start to get people to want to change their life, to want to change the way they feel, want to change their health. But ultimately, everybody's body's different. So not everybody can do the same exact thing and reach the goal that they want because everybody's BMI is different. Everybody's metabolism is different. Everybody, you know, and you have to take these 
you have to take steps further and then that's when they can come to you and have more of that one-on-one relationship to get to the goals that they need. So I, yeah, that it makes perfect sense. And and I think what you're doing, like I said, is, is great. I think it's perfect. And, and I'm curious, what percentage of your clientele do you think has come to you because of TikTok? Oh gosh, I'll be honest. I would say at least half. I would say at least half. Yeah. That's amazing. That truly is amazing. I mean, congratulations for all that. I mean, that that's so cool. Thanks. And I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm so happy for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so I have a fast round that um, there's some basic questions. And if it's okay, we can go ahead and go through that. Sure. Okay. Uh, so what is your favorite movie and your favorite TV show? My favorite movie is The Notebook. Um, and my favorite TV show, I'm not a big TV watcher, but if I had to say, um, oh gosh, that one's tough. I don't watch much TV. I'm, I'm going to have to say oh, Animal Planet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that works. <laughs> what about uh, your favorite place to go on a date? I'm simple, like pack a picnic and let's go sit by a river um, and have a picnic and a glass of wine in a really beautiful location would be perfect. Nice. And then what about, let's see, a favorite cartoon character, like someone you can relate to as a cartoon character? Probably the Roadrunner. <laughs> Okay. You're always on the go. (laughs) That makes sense. Now that kind of actually goes with my next question, but are you a go out type of person or do you like to stay home? I'm a stay home. I'm actually stay home. Yeah. And then finally, who is your favorite TikTok creator? Oh, I don't even know her name. There's a, a, girl on there's so many i I have so many Mm -hmm. favorites but i love the women that get on and they are just real i mean some of them do the most outlandish things to make people laugh and they don't care what they look like they just want to make people laugh but i do love the granny and I, uh, Groovy Granny, I think maybe is what her name is. She's in her 70s, and she's always doing these TikTok dances and stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah, I don't think I've – I follow her, but I think I've come across her. I think it's the same. Yeah, she is, she is probably one of my favorites, but there are a couple of others that are like they, – they get on and they do a lot of motivational stuff, and they're just raw and real, and they'll tell you in a flat minute, like, I'm normal. I have the same issues that you do, but I just I just use it to be better, you know, versus just allowing it to control me. I, I recognize it, and then I grow from it. And I, I anybody that's raw and real, um, especially women, because I feel like a lot of times that women are always trying to be what – society says we should be and you know we're always trying to fit in a mold and I went through a season where I did that as well and I had to realize wait a minute how am I ever going to know what my journey is if I'm constantly trying to make everybody else happy with me Uh, I got to be happy with me first so there there are a few of those 
that are like that. And I love to watch them. Okay, cool. Well, Rebecca, this has been so much fun. This conversation has been really beneficial. And honestly, just having this talk with you has motivated me. I'm like ready to get back in the gym. Like (laughs) I need to get going. It it just takes that little bit. And before we go, I do want to ask you, you said you have teenage girls. Yes. So has your fitness lifestyle really rubbed off on them? Are they kind of following in your footsteps when it comes to that? Uh, so they are not as of, as of now, they both have their own lives, which was a big deal for me. I never wanted my passion to be pushed on them. So my oldest, she's an equestrian, she rides horses and that's her way of getting out and doing things. And then my youngest is a soccer player. Um, that's her thing. But, uh, I never, I cooked my own meals so that they could have whatever it is they wanted. I bought normal food so that they could have the food that they wanted. I taught my kids that uh, food is like gasoline for a car. If you put, uh, for the majority of the time, put the good foods in, then you can have the bad foods every once in a while too, and it's not going to kill you. Uh, But I never really, they've gone to the gym and they've worked out. But as far as an actual fitness journey, they both have their own journeys. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. And I mean, thank you so much. This has been really awesome. You're so inspirational. I can't say enough about you. You're great. And it was just (laughs) so, yeah. And thank you so much for coming on and thank you for being patient with me. It's, it's been a, a crazy month. So this is actually my first interview I've done in, in about a month. So, wow. yeah, it's been a little bit crazy, but thank you so much for being patient. And, um, it was, I'm so glad we made it work. Cause this was yes. totally worth it, everything. So it totally made my night too. I loved it just as much. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. And, and feel free to come on anytime. And, uh, yeah, I would love to talk to you off the air and, uh, maybe set something up to get, get my butt back up in there and going, you know, <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we have the free two week challenge. You can go try it out for free for two weeks. See what you think. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And we will talk soon. Okay. Sounds great. All right. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Tick talking, a dick talking, dick talking with Kevin Hughes. Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca Starling. How awesome was that conversation? And I told you at the beginning, like 30 times, we were going to talk about fitness. So if you didn't think we were going to talk about fitness after hearing the intro, then I, I, I don't know what to say. But she is such an amazing person. She is crazy smart when it comes to anything fitness. And if you guys are looking for any help, definitely seek her out and reach out to her. And hopefully she can get you on her program and help you accomplish those weight loss dreams or, you know, bodybuilding dreams or whatever you have in mind that you wanted to do with fitness. And she can help you with that. But I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I I love all you guys for sticking around till the end. You know, I always say that. So until next week, when I have another fantastic guest on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Have a good week, and if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye bye now.